Hello, everybody, and welcome to Net That Hall with me, Mariner, and as always, my good buddy, FPL Lens, Gabe, in still in Portland. How are you, my friend? Still in Portland, still being rained on. I've seen there's a lot of water here in Portland. <laughs> I'm doing well this morning, Mariner. Nice to see you. Nice to be here with the haulers. Yes, makes a change for the desert. Absolutely, absolutely. That the, the change it changes your mind too. I, I find myself thinking differently because of it. We'll get to a little philosophy later, though. Absolutely, and a little birdie told me that it was your birthday yesterday. Twenty oh. again. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, that, that was a that was a private chat, Mariner. But thanks for sharing. <laughs> oh no, bugger! I want you to get no, some. Nice, I want you to get some birthday wishes from the haulers. So I, come on, I appreciate haulers, get, that. Get wishing Gabe a happy birthday. He didn't put this thing on saying, "Oh, what's this glitch?" <laughs> that crap on Twitter for crying out loud. You know, to even, 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 what's this glitch? <laughs> That has gotten old, I, I I will agree. But yeah, it was my birthday yesterday. Had a really nice time. And up bright and early for some hauling action. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope mm, so. Indeed. Well, as I say, well, I'm looking forward to this episode, the matchup show for Net That Hall. <laughs> I really am looking forward to uh, this show, really. Honestly, I am, Gabe. So, should we crack on? First of all... First things first, let me just get the usual bits. And then do you want to say hello to a few people? So, right. yeah, we're I think we're at 1480 subscribers now. So, Neba, I think, has now just about committed to get dressed up as Ali G for Halloween. I'm not quite sure the where the Ali G and Halloween comes in. But anyway, <laughs> he's doing it. So, fair enough. But you've got to get to 1500 uh, subscribers first, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, please do. And, of course, we are still... A pod and it gets picked up quite a lot. And as Hibbo always asks, and I always forget, please give us a five star review on Apple if indeed that's where you are, because that helps us a great deal as well. Um, Mini League, um, we are going to close this fairly soon, but I've noticed the boys are trying to grab more and more highly ranked people even this week. So uh, I think we should all go on strike uh, because I'm not going to win it at this rate. But anyway, there we go. There is still a mini league, FG1XNB, if you want to come and join the haulers. And the prize, as we keep mentioning, is a uh, shirt from at Shirt Loot Box. We've got Matt Whelan's book, at FPL Obsessed. And we've got a subscription for Fancy Football Fix. Uh, One-year subscription as third prize as well. So, um, Gabe, before I come to you for the philosophy, do you want to just say hello to a few people? Yeah, we have several people in the chat already this morning. Ramanathan is is in here. FPL underscore Sav. Hey, nice to see you. FPL underscore Pepsi. I think there's a new one for me. Welcome. Um, Sujit Bana is in. Donnie FPL, as usual. Macha. Macha's in the house. Nice to see him. Uh, Hordorfe. Hordorfe, hello. Tavindra, nice to see you again. Nick underscore is in here as well. Ignatius Brian, my, uh, my fantasy Bundesliga brother. Um, we have Ant A joining us as well. Um, who else? I think that Mr. A. Mr. A is in the house. Welcome, everybody. Nice to see you all this morning, this afternoon, this evening, later this tonight, morning, tomorrow. This afternoon, this evening, whenever it is, wherever you are in this in this wonderful world of ours, um, welcome to Net That Hall. So anyway, if you are here for the first time, um, I'll put it up on the screen, Gabe. And we always like to have just a moment 
to philosophize, if that's the word, about FPL. And um, you know me, I, I very rarely understand these, but please spend the next two minutes trying to explain this to me in layman's <laughs> terms that the mariner can understand. Okay, in, in sailor's terms, I'll, I'll try in to... sailor's uh, terms, yes, <laughs> right. that, that, that'll do, yeah. So uh, the FPL philosophy of the week this week uh, comes from uh, Ludwig Wittgenstein, a, a German philosopher that was very much into language. Um, and he, he, the quote from him this week is, the warrior hunter does not catch game because they set their traps or because they know their, the routines of their prey, but because they themselves have no routines. So that, this, this struck me. So I'll, I'll tell you the kind of the backstory here. I'm in Portland, right? And there's this famous bookstore here called Powell's. It's like, um, I don't know, it's, it's a huge, it's an enormous kind of hipster bookstore. And, and I decided I was going to go in there and I was going to go to the philosophy section. I wasn't going to think about anything. And I was going to be led, drawn somewhere. So I was drawn to a book by Ludwig Wittgenstein. Um, I remember studying him in university. And, and this is just kind of like, so this, this quote kind of came to me. Um, so, and I was thinking as we're hunting for, for halls in this FPL game, right? It's easy to become lost in dogma and patterns of the herd. You know, don't do this. Don't take hits. Do this. Don't do that. Roll your transfer. What, what have you, right? Um, but, but I think it's important to remember that adaptability is a special trait of survival as espoused by Charles Darwin, of course. And I think the same applies in FPL. Those that, those that survive are the ones best able to adapt to their environment and let go of preconceived notions when faced with the facts of the moment. <laughs> right, okay. Right, where do I start? Harvey Farms. <laughs> where, where else? Rob Holding. Um, oh, there's so many. Gareth Bale. <laughs> Why are you, I mean, you two-faced so-and-so put in this one. I, I can't believe Why? That. Why? <laughs> I adapt. Uh, Gareth Bale, trash. <laughs> Harvey Barnes, where is he now? <laughs> Rob Holding, can't even sniff the pitch, can't even mow the grass. <laughs> I mean, you know, just read the signs. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I'm, I'm, you know I'm only joking with you. But, no, um, yeah, I think that's a good point. You know, don't, you know, don't have that bias which affect your game i i mean I've, I've heard of people who refuse to own players from certain teams mm -hmm. just because you don't like them what if that you know clearly you're not taking fpl seriously enough if that's the case um <laughs> yeah what else well i heard a great uh twitter space this week about playing your own game mm. we always preach that don't we we do play your own game and I think that is the, the key point here, for, for sure. Um, fantastic, Gabe. So, right. Um, we don't have a match-up section per se this week, do we? So what we'll do, we'll, right. we're just going to, uh, we're just, I think we're just merging it all together. Um, so let's start with the, the engine room, as always. Uh, and let's have a look and see what's going on with respect to how we did last week with our predictions. And uh, I don't think we did too badly, being honest mm -hmm. with you. So let's have a quick look. So the first one we said was Liverpool would score two and a half goals. Well, of course they did. Mm -hmm. You know, all this thing about the early kickoff. Come on, boys. It was <laughs> Watford. 
There was no way was Ranieri's credit card going to get melted in a restaurant, was there? Poor no Watford chance. players got no dinner that night. No chat. Well, I hope they were. Well, perhaps they're all <laughs> feeling a bit sick, so maybe they didn't eat anyway. Uh, but yeah, this Mo Salah show, uh, as as usual, hardly surprising given the the matchup. It was fairly obvious to mm-hmm. us, both of us, MXG, I think, and matchup. Yep. Um, the next one, Manchester City, two two and a half goals or more, fail. Hmm. Surprisingly, very surprisingly, given the uh, the MXG of two point two, but very close to the two goals which you predicted. We'll come yes, to that sir. in a minute. But my matchup had it better than that. Um, that is one of those things. I think um, I didn't watch the game, um, so I can't really comment. I was extremely busy this weekend. Just gone. Um, the next one, the Alchemist, Kevin De Bruyne. Again, a success. Mm-hmm. That alchemist pick is starting to really get some traction, Gabe. It, it really is. I, I don't know. I, you know what? We, we have to dig up the history and, and maybe show show it next time. Um, but that the alchemist pick has been has been hitting. It did the differential it pick. Did. It did really well, didn't it? It did get the clean. We did predict the clean sheet, but I suppose mm. that's that's almost like predicting the sun comes up in the in the east, right? <laughs> <laughs> For Manchester City, and, I mean they had you know a sixty-two percent chance of a clean sheet, according to those in the know, as I like to say. Uh, and it was hardly, again, hardly a big surprise. Really. I'm so happy I brought Diaz in for this match. Ah. Uh, you and me both, mate. Don't get me started. Do not get me started because I had Jimenez and Diaz both one pointers, both in the last minute. Holy shit. Yeah, we have a question there from Ramanathan. Lemons. Uh, I'll come to that in a minute. Uh, I'll come to that in a second. So we'll come to the algorithm. It did all right. It did mm-hmm. all right. Um, right. So that's Manchester City's clean sheet in the bank, apart from the fact that we only had our friend Cancello. <laughs> just for my if he's in. I know he wanted to hear me say it. He, um, yeah. Well, as for our friend, Mr. Cancelo, put my teeth back in. Mm. <laughs> a very, very unlucky hauler. Extremely unlucky. Look at these graphics I've done, by the way. Don't you like them? It's brilliant. Yeah. You, you and Hibbo are on fire with these yeah, things. Yeah, we're on fire now. That's me and Hibbo. We're, we're like brothers. <laughs> We're like, we're like art brothers. Right. Anyway, so look at these numbers. One big chance, an XG of 0.55, an XA of 0.18, an expected goal involvement of 38, and he got nothing. Yeah. Very, very unlucky. Anyone who was on him? That, that seemed, that, is that a pattern with, with uh, Cancelo? Right? It, how, how, how many week, game weeks last week were we waiting for his for his haul, right? We're still waiting, aren't we? And you watch, he's gonna get rest he's gonna get bloody rested this week. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been worried about my bench again, my bench order. Mm. I've got a feeling it won't make the blindest bit of difference again. That's my honest feeling. Anyway, we will see. And here's one game that you didn't like, and I did. Mm. I got it right. I said that Spurs would get more than two and a half goals. And they did. I also said that it could be time for Harry Kane, and it was. And it was, yeah. But it wasn't through any form of statistical evaluation. It was just a feeling in the water. 
Uh huh. It was it was your alchemist. He was he maybe was. he maybe he was your alchemist. Maybe. Well, he was certainly something, but I don't know about <laughs> alchemist. But um, look, uh, I Newcastle are bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bad. I mean, bad. And 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 what's her name from uh, off Ghostbusters as well? The chief executive. What's her name? Zul. <laughs> yeah, so. she looks like she looks like Matey Boy off the uh, off the latest Ghostbusters film, the baddie. The gut that have you seen the face? No, it's hilarious. You need to. <laughs> I'll get the picture anyway. But uh, I'm not quite sure. I'm sure they'll do all right. I think there's some Newcastle fans in here tonight, so I better be a bit careful. But no, they were they were great. Um, but I'm sure they'll improve. And of course, um, you know, sadly, Steve Bruce has has gone i feel quite sorry for him he's had a, a horrible amount of abuse and i think it's uncalled for and uh and yeah i've made my point on twitter earlier on to a few people about it as well mm. um he's made a few points today and i think he's to be fair i think he's got some valid points i think these keyboard warriors need to take a long hard look at themselves on social media in general that's yeah. just my general statement human I'm, beings I'm... at the end of the day Absolutely. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest uh, Steve Bruce fan as a manager, but not everybody is all bad unless it's Mourinho, right? So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you got to give credit to Steve Bruce for turning Newcastle into. I I would say they're 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 kind of a fun team to watch, yeah, even even cool. with how terrible they are and the gaps they leave open and how irresponsible that is. You know, the the way he's. Given all the problems that they've got, to do what he's done with what he's got, they're attacking. Actually... They, they, they brought in Callum Wilson, which was a great buy. Yeah. Sam Maximan's amazing. So, yeah. Anyway. Oh well. Anyway, enough of that. But yeah, um, I hope he enjoys. I, I think it's probably going to be retirement, and I wouldn't blame him. I yeah. wouldn't blame him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did his See, job, as Nick said. Steve technically did his job whilst at Newcastle. He didn't get relegated. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. All right. So that's the review. A little bit longer than normal, but I thought Steve Bruce was worthy of a of a, a minute or two uh, chat, as was the Ghostbusters jibe. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, now I've already posted these on Twitter this week. These fixture difficulties. So I thought it was about time that I gave something to the community in general, rather mm. than just us all. In the uh, in the haulers on you know on the on the trawler as such, so um, all the fixture difficulties for this week you will find on Twitter summarised very nicely if you care to go and pick it up on my Twitter and of course if you enjoyed it retweet it please um, top three for attack at home and I've done it by home and away this time rather than attack and defence so home so top three at home City. 1.1, Liverpool 1.2, United 2.4. So there's a gap. Look at there's a gap there now um, between uh, Liverpool and City and the rest. Brentford, look, equal third. Hmm. Now 2.4, mm-hmm. along with Manchester United and Chelsea. Bottom, mm-hmm. uh, only bottom three, Watford right at the bottom. Palace improving, second bottom, so Watford 5.3, Palace 4.2 improving, Wolves 4.2 improving. And big movers, the big movers for attack at home, United are improving, even though, goodness knows what's (laughs) what's going on there. I think the metric might be pissed. 
Um, Everton are improving and Wolves are improving and getting worse. Spurs, Leeds, Villa and Southampton. So there we go. You can see this on, if you come across to the show, you'll pick this all up uh, and you'll see the reds, obviously, which means they're getting worse and the greens, which are improving. Um, as I say, you will see these on Twitter as well. Defensively at home, Brighton are top. 1.7. And they're very consistent. Mm -hmm. Right the way through the period that this fixture difficulty looks at, Brighton have hardly changed. Very, very consistent. This is for virtually a season. Over a season now, they have been consistently good at home. Mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting that they are now playing you know playing to their stats it's like they they've regressed and then they're 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 not overperforming they're not underperforming it's um yeah mm. you're right yeah i think you're right yeah i think you're right um okay brighton the top as i said city second 1.9 so brighton top 1.7 city 1.9 but improving and united third but getting worse and i think that's an interesting point for this week um that when when we do look at this matchup between liverpool and united i think it'll be an interesting one bottom three defenses at home well <laughs> shut the front door watford norwich and newcastle <laughs> just target them guys i think that's all we can really say um big movers at home defensively southampton minus 1.9 big improvement mm -hmm. liverpool minus 1.8 big improvement palace minus 1.7 big improvement and city minus 1.5 so all these you can see these greens on here look this again shows that against the previous periods which the fixed difficulty we're looking at now they're improving i had a question about that on twitter as well mm -hmm. so okay uh moving on gabe um away fixture difficulties so attack away liverpool continue to nearly break the metric even with the whole period taken into account, they are now at point three. They're improving even more. Oh, wow. It's getting completely balmy. Minus 1.7, so they're getting better all the time. West Ham, 2.2, now balanced. Pretty neutral. Got my concerns about West Ham between me and you. I, I dare say that might come up in general chit-chat later. Mm -hmm. And Chelsea as well, getting worse third, 2.4. And at the bottom, Norwich 5.9, terrible away. Remember that one for attack. Arsenal 4.5, second bottom, much worse than previous away from home. And Brighton 4.4, they're improving. Big movers for attack away. Wolves, massive improvement, minus 3.2. Liverpool minus 1.7 and City. And much worse, Arsenal Leicester and Chelsea now getting worse, interestingly enough. And that's a bit of a common common statement about Chelsea. They are misfiring, I think I would consider them now. Um, away defence, Manchester City atop, 2.1. So I think, did we just say that Brighton were top of defence at home? At home. And City atop for defence away. And they're playing each other this week. Hmm. Brentford second top, 2.4 now. So Brentford's defence, second best ranked according to this fixture difficulty. Um, I'm just going to come straight out with this game. 
Are we sleeping on Brentford defence? I don't think so. I, I, I think they have been part of the conversation recently, and a lot of people considered them on wild card. And I think the the, the deterrent was their uh, Chelsea matchup last last game week. But I think moving forward, they are highly interesting. Um, I mean, there are people that I think saved their wild card because of that matchup. So, uh, no, I, I think people's eyes are turned to Brent, Brentford defense. For me, I think it would be Pinnock. Uh, because of his his role as as a creative um, his and creativity for the for the team on that on the left hand side of that kind of like possession triangle, um, but I I I think we're gonna we're gonna see people bringing those assets in really soon, starting well, this I'm, week. I'm really starting to regret bringing in Ramsdale, um, so I'm thinking that Raya might also be a a pretty good shout to get on that defense in a way. So, so why? Um, why? Why the regret? So soon, well, you know. We have the conversation. Crap! That's why. I mean, th they can be, yes, but <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, mean, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I, just, I mean, I was listening to the the boys' show. I've not got right the way through it because it's it was only last night. I was yeah. listening to a bit of it. I think Hippo's in a similar situation to me. He also went with Ramsdale, and now he's starting to think, why on earth did we do it? Look at that. Look at their position. Look at where they are in. Uh, you know, defensive rankings, they're not, they're not too bad away from home, but pretty poor. Um, and yeah, I'm not, I just don't have the love for it. I, I, I just, I don't love it. I, I think, I think that's a little bit of recency bias for those that watch the Monday, the Monday night game. And be. I, because last week we, we couldn't decide between the three, right? Between mm. Sanchez, Raya, and and Ramsdale, <laughs> one game later, them. all of a sudden we want to ditch the fucking. <laughs> I think a, it's a goalkeeper. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> He's good. I know, but it's, I'm talking you know, about Brentford in total. I mean, Brentford. Yeah. 2 .4. You know, if you think about it, what I what do I what do I do? I look at numbers. I look at, and I should. You know, why take Sanchez out? When Brighton are ranked so high in defence, I am. That's, that, that's my point. Yeah, that, that's why I kept Sanchez. He he didn't get, he hadn't given me a reason to take him out, and so so I just you know I did nothing. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes that's the best. That's sometimes that's the best thing. Sometimes better. Anyway, I'm stuck with him now. Anyway, so uh, back to defence. Anyway, Chelsea third, two point seven at home. Not great. There's, there's a good point by uh, Andy Martin here. He, he says, uh, against these weaker teams, wouldn't be surprised to see Henry get higher up the pitch. And that's true. Henry's kind of the only one that gets high up the pitch on the left-hand side there for Brentford. So I, I think I think that's a that's a good point. In, in certain matchups, Henry could be in a sneaky little haul, little defensive hauler. Well, we'll have to have a look at the, um, at the uh, zonal matchups and see whether that actually right. works for him as well then. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, Randy Ho and Watford, interesting enough, fourth for defence away. And I pulled this out and I looked at the I, I don't get don't start me off. Listen here, they've only conceded five big chances, that's equal fifth. Hmm. Only conceded five big chances this season away. So, the, the when we, we run into anomalies like these, I I would suggest that maybe it's too soon to separate home and away. But Possibly. The only thing is, though, is that I think 
by not separating it, what you're doing then is you're, you're missing these. I know it's small data sets, and particularly for Watford, mm-hmm. but I think what you're missing is these little vagaries of between the two. And yeah. you know, we've seen it before with Leeds, right? Leeds last year was really good at, towards the, at one stage, really good at defence at home, and absolutely crap at the opposite at, yeah. away. So. You know, I like to keep it going, but look, I'm, I'm making a point because people have seen it and gone, "What?" But hang on a minute, you know, they are—they've only conceded five big chances, you know, mm-hmm. and they are eighth for expected goals conceded, and they are tenth for shots in the box. So they're not by any means bad statistically, is what the point I am making. But don't—I'm not predict i am not tipping them by any way, shape, or form. Bottom. Burnley bottom 4.8, Southampton 4.8, Norwich again 4.4. Um, who's getting better defensively? Wolves away 2.3, West Ham 1.9, Everton 1.2, and who are getting worse? <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Arsenal 1.7, Chelsea 1.5, Southampton 1.4, and Spurs 1.2. So that's the fixture difficulties. Um, Gabe, anything you want to add before we quickly skip on? Yeah, I mean, I, I think separating um, home and away is, I think it's important to have both, the the, the season long and home and away, just, just so, so you don't miss the, maybe some nuance and subtleties. Yeah. Um, one thing that stands out to me is, I think Southampton, Southampton are much better at home than away, if, if I remember the previous uh... slide. As far as defense, I'm talking about defense. Three point eight defense. Three point eight and and improving quite dramatically. But Maybe the, the, the dramatically at home and away for and, and and getting worse. Yeah, which is that that's what's interesting to me. They're improving at home, getting worse away in terms of of their defense. Um, and then the other thing that surprised me was home uh, attack for Norwich. Mid table, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, 3.8. That, that so that that's something to watch. Um, I in my in my MXG metric, it still has them as that they're never going to score. But this <laughs> <laughs> ever, <laughs> but uh, but but this, this speaks uh, tells a different tale. So I'll, I'm going to be keeping an eye on on their attack at home. Well, I no, mean, not not to get anyone, but just just for we'll for, for matchups. We'll come to MXG a bit later, anyway. But sure. none of the MXGs are particularly low this week. Right. None, right? Interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let's keep going. So let's now look at the long distance fixture difficulty. Um, so okay, so who's got the best fixtures between game week nine and thirteen? Well, it seems like a bit of a stuck record, but it's still Liverpool stand out by a mile for attack. average, Chelsea 1.9, City 1.1. Then you've got United, Southampton and Brentford. And defensively, you've actually got Brentford now sat at the top of the averages with respect to matchups. They've obviously got three pretty nice matchups coming up in the next, from game week 10 onwards at 1.5. Chelsea and City 1.4 and Brighton 0.8. So the regular runners are there, but Brentford all of a sudden have just propelled themselves right to the top which is really interesting. Mm. Um, and looking a little bit further out, again, you've still got to say, I'll, I'll leave this in for you guys, but Liverpool stay strong. 
Manchester City stay strong, Chelsea still reasonable, and Manchester United improve. And defensively, um, City get better again. Like, sorry, City get worse, 2.1 from 1.4. Mm. Chelsea get slightly worse. Brentford get slightly worse. West Ham improve as well. So you're starting to see a few little changes. So I think, I know some people are talking about wild carding in 14. So I'm going to keep that break there at that point and see if that starts to starts to firm up in, in weeks to come. Um, so, yeah, so that's that one. Um, moving on very, very quickly. Gabe, the matchups for this week with respect to zones. So this mm. is always an interesting point. So let's look at these ones, and I very much welcome your input here. Um, so who's best on the left this week? Well, Manchester United, 4.3. Mm -hmm. uh, up against probably Trent, who's probably up the other end of the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite probably, right? Uh, West Ham, 4.3. Uh, how many more times do I say, let's say, is this is the week to sell Ben Rama? <laughs> um, so those are the first two. So what do you think to Manchester United and particular maybe a, a Pogba this week? Or, you know, do you see goals between Manchester United and Liverpool? I, I think I do. Definitely. I, I see goals. I don't know. The, the problem with Manchester United's left side is Solskjaer. <laughs> because that's because he's he's playing he's playing Sancho or like last last match he played Sancho on the left hand side but he Sancho is, is a player that combines he, it's like one two short short long playing players in space the weight of Sancho's passes for for players making runs in is is exquisite the, the guy is a master at that but Solskjaer has him on an island on on that left side I don't know what he expects of him um, that's a that's a better spot. Pogba is better in that in that kind of setup. If you want to play Sancho, you need to get players around him and combining with him, which he's not doing. So, just that uncertainty would, you know, I'd shy away from from United. I'm not sure if I could see them blanking here. I could see United blanking, even though the matchup is good. I don't. They would have to come out with something figured out tactically to exploit that matchup. I, I genuinely cannot see Liverpool keeping a clean sheet. They're getting better. I know they are, but I still can't see it. This is, a, 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 again, another one of these blood and guts. That's you know, true. East Lanks Road derby, right? That's true. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, from somebody who was born in that area, I'm telling you now there's no love lost. None yeah. at all. Um, so for that reason, I think there's probably goals. I think, you know, again, I think the space, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, Trent will, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. looking to get forward that could leave them a little bit exposed down that left side possibly so that gives them a chance what about West Ham um playing home against at home against Spurs so that's a real local derby as well yeah um probably need to, I know they uh, they got a good result away at Everton but they didn't I thought for the first 15 minutes I thought I'm in here I thought Ben Rama and Antonio were gonna finally uh, you know, join forces and give me a lovely double return, but it never came. Mm -mm. You know, well, I love the um, the, the the Planet FPL Derby here. I, I think, as it's known in the community, um, but I, <laughs> I I think I think you 
you attack Spurs. I, I, I think Spurs defensively are um, vulnerable, certainly down the flanks, as shown by by the metric here. Uh, I, I think Ben Rahman's a, a great play. I wonder if, if Sofa will be back if he's if he's back from his. I think he had a groin injury, but I think he's due to return most likely. We'll see. You know, we'll keep an eye on them um, over the week. But I, I wouldn't sell Ben Rahma. I, I I could see a return for him. Well, I'm I'm starting him at this moment in time. I'm Good. starting them both because I, I just think, you know, again, I, I, I don't really rate Spurs defensively. And, and I think that's going to, and with it just being one of those clearly very, very uh, yeah, emotional afternoon, shall we say, mm-hmm. at the, mm-hmm. uh, in North London there, I, I think it could be a uh, very, very, it could be a good game, actually. It could be a yeah. very, very good game. So I might well keep them both. Um, the two best matchups. For game week nine, at four point nine. I mean, in, in the middle, in for mid for the mid in this in the middle. Well, Wolves. we have we have Wolves in the middle against Leeds, and so that, that central matchup, yeah. right? So maybe Jimenez will be back, most likely. We expect him to. Uh, so do not I, sell I Jimenez hope, if you are. I, so. I, I hope he plays more than a minute, or else I. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, and then I mean Liverpool right hand side. I mean, Mo Salah is just tearing it up. Well, Mo Salah is absolutely tearing it up at 4.9, isn't it? Let's face it. But, yeah, I mean, um, what about Wang? Didn't have such a great game, did he? No. He missed Jimenez. He missed Jimenez. He's an inconsistent player. We talked about that last week, he did didn't we? That. Yeah. yeah uh, did. This is something to be expected from him. And for those that got him in, the dangers are it, it's it's tough to move away. It has it, most likely a double move unless you have money in the bank. Um, Although if he's playing at that price, you can just leave him there. Yeah, he he, he can rot there. I don't know. I'd, I'd rather have that money in midfield. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so that's roughly where we are. Looking a little bit further ahead, uh, as always, as we like to do, long-range forecast for these zonal matchups. Manchester United on the left always pretty always strong these days. Manchester City, their left strong. Liverpool and Arsenal through the middle. Southampton still very strong. Problem you've got now is who's going to play there. Yeah. Who is going to play there? Because the matchups are pretty good for Southampton in the next few weeks. If you can get the right one, you might be you might get some returns. But I feel particularly sorry for the people who went for Armstrong. In the there was nothing to suggest that nothing. Yeah, and and and, may, and maybe I don't know. Maybe Hassan Hotel is experimenting. Maybe he made a mistake. Maybe Armstrong will be back. Um, who knows? The 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 Arsenal central matchup is interesting uh, for those uh, Arsenal yeah. fans out there looking at at yeah. Obama Yang. Yes, I'd agree. Three point nine. It's looking, you know, the long run. It's looking okay, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he is starting to score now, so yeah. maybe he is going to start coming back into the discussions in 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 the coming weeks. I, I would say, looking at that match, those matchups, he probably will. Um, on the right, Liverpool and City standouts. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, Wolves right still. As a Traore owner, you did you play him last week? No, I didn't, did you bench him? Of course, <laughs> of course, I did he come on? Did he come on? 
Of course not. Diaz came on for <laughs> a hot minute. <laughs> that prick Diaz. <laughs> Try hard. No, no, you know, you play you, you play the player. Worse than mine. I mean, I had literally... I had Livermento blocked, but to get Triore blocked on the bench, that is Jeez, just that hurts. absolute classic FPL, right? You play the players that blank and you bench the players that, that get something, right? All That's the, the name time. of the game. Yeah, of all the times. And he yeah. goes and then you lose it in the last minute. Oh, my goodness me. Oh dear. Anyway, so that's the zonal matchups, and they're also being published on Twitter as well. So you'll be able to pick those up. All these matchups have all been posted on Twitter in the in the last side. Newcastle swing on the right seems good according to Ramanthan. Let, let's have a quick look. Uh yes. Newcastle will improve, but not only to reasonable numbers from pretty poor numbers. So they're improving, but not massively, I would suggest. And and with the changes there, I, I think it, it's kind of a reset for Newcastle. We we don't know the team just yet. So let, let, let's see how you know how, how they change. Definitely when you've got new managers coming in, I would always say that. Um this week's matchups, and here we go. So now let's have a quick look at this. So Liverpool 2.1 best matchup this week at away at Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> you love that. <laughs> absolutely love it. It's fabulous. It's made my day. It absolutely made my day. When I ran this, um, it really did. Chelsea second, one point nine, only one point nine against Norwich. Right. That's City was four last week, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that just tells you the difference between Norwich and che between City and Chelsea at the moment. Mm -hmm. And Brentford, 1.5. And then Manchester United, 1.3. So Manchester United against Liverpool, both have positive matchups, attack against defence. That's why I think there could mm. be goals. Um, defensively, Chelsea, massive standout. 3.4 positive for Chelsea's defence. Uh, followed by City and Brighton, both playing each other. Second and third best defensive matchups playing against each other as well. You know, do you see? I, do you really see a nil-nil there? I'll tell you what. I don't see. I saw some odds being thrown around earlier mm. this earlier today. I think Abdul posted them, and I queried it straight away. I'm sure I saw Brighton only having a 15% chance of a clean sheet. I think that is massively wrong. Mm. I, I think they're more. I think they're closer to thirty percent chance of a clean sheet. If you ask me, this could be one nil. Mm -hmm. It could be what I don't see a ton of goals. Now I could be wrong, but this suggests two very very well drilled units and not a lot of chances. That's me. That's the way I come from it. What? Do, what about you? What does that say to you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think the Chelsea matchup, and I and I was looking at the zonal matchup as well against Norwich, and you know we're all saying Lukaku is an auto captain, right? I don't know. Yeah. I, that the the, no, the metrics are saying something a little bit different, um, and then I think it's a little surprising that that the Salah's matchup is. Per the stats, the stats say that Salah's matchup is better than Lukaku's matchup. Yeah, but then you roll in the fact that it was in the form of his life as well. 
Well, that's that's already rolled into those stats. <laughs> well, that is part of Salah is in there, but yeah, yeah, of course. Interesting enough, people talking about Vardy. They're at Brentford, right? Mm. Leicester have a negative attacking fixture difficulty matchup against Brentford. Minus point six. They do, but Vardy is somebody that has he's yeah, he's been in our blind spots all season. Tell me about it. We've all yep. been sleeping on it. We've got him bollocked in it in one of the videos later in this week. Because uh, when when we put our um, our haulers corner on, people are taking the piss out of us for for saying thanks for you know thanks for Vardy, right? Uh, although <laughs> although we did we did say the the one person that was getting was Sam from the from the Banger podcast, and and we we told him, hey, Sam's getting them. Everyone just get him. Everyone get him. <laughs> so we did advise people to get Vardy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. There's a there's a question here in the chat that's saying why West Ham at ten. That's just the matchup between West Ham and Spurs. So yeah. Spurs and West Ham are quite evenly balanced. So uh, attack against defense. So it's plus point three and minus point three, as you can see. So you know, I, I still think there'll be goals. I'm not hundred percent convinced it's a brilliant matchup for them. And I and be goals. And I and I would add, you know, these these are the um these are the matchups right and then so pair it with uh you know take everything with with everything else so there's the zonal matchup to consider this as well and there's uh, this is this one, is one part this is one I piece of the fixed, puzzle i have fixed the corner one the the, the one on the side though this week because it was wrong it was pulling from the wrong cells but mm. look at the average matchups and this is where we're gonna we'll come back to this one mm -hmm. so your average matchups are, are your wing backs sort of attacking defenders who can get perhaps get a double can get a uh, you know that elusive double return and Chelsea leap off the page this week, leap off the yeah. page, three times better nearly than anybody else with respect to the chance of a of that elusive double haul. Good luck trying to predict who it is because hmm. I'm not sure I know, and we obviously don't even know the sat the selection tonight, do we? Are they playing? Who are they playing? Is it Malmo? Is it Malmo? Yeah. Um, so, but, hold on. There's a there's a question. I, I think it is. If not, we'll we'll see. Um, we'll see who's who the who's in the lineup who starts. Yeah. But there's a question here. Uh, how are Palace minus point uh, minus zero point four at home to Newcastle by not, capital FPL? They're not. Oh, hang on. Minus point four, or minus point four against Newcastle because Newcastle are point four there. I'll have to look at it, but I'm sure it's right. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely sure it's right. Um, I think what you just have to look at is, you know, this is Palace attack, right? Have they just not been creating an awful lot? Probably. So I'd have to look back. So if Palace aren't creating a lot and Newcastle aren't, aren't are conceding a lot it'll just be it'll just be about parity between poor sides we know newcastle are conceding quite a bit I, th I think maybe the the thing here with palace it could be that palace is overperforming their stats some uh they're, they're not creating a lot but they are converting so could so be. that that so that 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 could be the the explanation for it. that's a good question though. it is a great question so what we're going to do now well, let's try and answer that question using your stuff let's do it so we've done my stuff so now let's have a quick look at your MXG. So what we'll start with, first of all, is we'll start with the um, fixture difficulty for the coming weeks, Gabe. 
Mm-hmm. Then once we've done that, then we'll dive into the other bits. So first things first. So if we look at this is a good thing to compare game week, this game week with what I've just got with yours. All right. right? So talk us through it. Um, okay. Who's got the best matchups by MXG? You maybe want to explain what MXG is again for yeah. people. But then, you know, who's got the best and worst matchups? So, uh, yeah, so the, just as a, a refresher here, um, MXG is, it's a, let's see, I, I actually wrote something down. <laughs> so I, I've been, for those of you, I, there, there's no matchups article this week because I've been going over the season-long data for MXG, and I'm actually writing a manual for it. So um, just just to kind of show people how to use it and, and what goes into it. So it's a, it is a performance metric used to examine goal scoring opportunities. And, and it's a metric that is 88% more accurate in describing game results than XG so far this season in the Premier League. So I went back and MXG comes closer to the actual result um, than, than the XG for that game in 88% of the cases. So just for reference, I'm, I'm going to start trying to use this instead of XG since it uh, seems to be more accurate. But here we go. Here are the numbers for game week nine. The best MXG, and this is a, a MXG means matchups XG. It's the name is a work in progress. If you have any ideas, shout them out. <laughs> um, Mariner and I have been discussing that for some time. We've, we've no idea, have we? No, I, I think of anything. No, there was one. Somebody suggested to me expected conversion. So XC, it's something. We'll see. I think it's still a work in progress. But the uh, the OB expected onion bag. Oh, I like that. That's good. <laughs> and and this goes, it's, it's funny because this goes to, um, I don't remember now who asked that question about Palace and Palace being so so low in, in the FDR. But Palace has the best matchup for, according to MXG, at 1.74 against, uh, against Newcastle. Isn't Very that Yes, and and just just so people know that the way MXG is calculated is, is basically there there are three elements to it, um, and it's designed to kind of encompass the goal scoring opportunity. The first element is XG, which is the pre shot model, what's going on in the play before the shot is taken. The second element is post shot XG or expected uh, goals on target, uh, which is what happens after the shot is taken and how the, the which measures the quality of the shot. And then the last element in this metric is expected goals prevented by the by the opposing goalkeeper. Put those together, and we get we get a little number here that can be used in a similar way as as XG. So if we're looking at Palace and Newcastle at one point seven four, we're expecting probably two goals from Palace uh, in in this matchup. So they they have the best matchup according to MXG or whatever it's going to be called. Uh, the next best matchup is. Brentford against Leicester. And I love this. I love that, that it came out with this because I think Leicester are a team to target. Leicester's defense is 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 targetable. So so I'm, I was really happy to see uh, Brentford here, and there will be more on that later. Um, the next highest matchup at 1.6 is Newcastle against Palace, who have been quite leaky. So, you know, if, if we're going... Um, <laughs> Three plus goals. Um, I, that, that, I, I, MXG sees goals in that game. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Sorry for the look of. Oh, 
what's what's so here's what's interesting mxg likes liverpool much less than than your metrics mariner and they're, they're down at 1.32 so looking at at that game as as only you know just just maybe one potentially two goals depending on how good their finishing is and in this case i think i would i would pair this with the zonal matchup and increase its potential so like we said all of these tools are just you know they're just a piece of the puzzle right it's the way you you all managers decide to put them together individually that will you know that will help your decision making on I mean, you want to comment sorry, on yeah, that I just got one point i mean sorry. the one thing i'll say is 19 out of 20 of these mxgs are between one and two this week there's only one of them under one yeah only and, one and that's and that's Norwich against Chelsea, and you mentioned in your metric. This is in line with your metrics. How um, good chance for a Chelsea clean sheet, and this hasn't. This I don't think this has happened in MXG all season, where only one is is below one. So if you're looking for clean sheets, MXG would say that you're going to be disappointed unless you own Chelsea defenders. Are you also saying you're all if you're looking for two and a half goals or more, you'll also be disappointed this week as well? I don't think so. Not necessarily because anything approaching anything that I think goes over 1.5 or 1.6, there could end up in a goal, depending on the quality of the finishing, depending on, on how badly the goalkeeper is playing. For example, I have my MXG, like the the goalkeepers here. Guaita has added 3.1 XG to, to the shot. So he's prevented negative three XG. Schmeichel is, is kind of, playing the same way pope as well um then it's begovic but um but you know so so the the goalkeepers could have a you know could could play a role and then the finishing could play a role i i, I think you could look for two goals for you know even potentially arsenal although i, I wouldn't you know i wouldn't say that's likely you know if, if chelsea chelsea's at 1.59 arsenal arsenal's at 1.57 you know they could each have a couple goals so I think take it with a grain of salt and also take it with other stats and, and other other observations. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to pick holes in it. I, I just think it, it almost, uh, I think my perspective of this is it compresses everything. Mm. So it makes poor sides look better, sometimes a little bit better and good sides perhaps a little bit worse from my perspective with with respect to my metrics which seem to stretch it a little bit more mine mm-hmm. stretch a bit more whereas yours are a lot more compact compact and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because again last week i, I was absolutely insistent on city and liverpool absolutely insistent looking at those matchups i've only got one of the two right but the liverpool one and i think we'll come on to that in a second when we look at the retrospective analysis of the uh of MXG, yeah. uh, but it'd be worth having a look at that Liverpool game and see how that actually played out in relation to obviously the score that we obviously know what it was. Right. Um, just very quickly, longer range, Gabe. Um, you, you know, <laughs> who's bad? Well, uh, uh, Burnley <laughs> is it point six? Am I, am I right in saying where are we? I'm, I'm missing. Oh, hang on a minute. What have I done here? I think I've got this wrong. Anyway, yeah. not to worry. So who's bad looking at this? And the, the long-range outcome, Burnley yeah, at 1.2. Yeah, so we've got Burnley 1.2, uh, 
Norwich 1.2, Brighton 1.3, Villa 1.3. Yeah. Mm. Some very strange one. I'm going to have to look, dig back at that and have another look at that. I'm not sure if that's miscalculating. I think it might be. Let me mm. uh, let me come back to you on that one. But anyway, not to worry. Okay. It's still a work in progress, as we say. Let's yes. keep going and look at this next slide. I'm particularly interested in this because I hope you can see it, guys, because this is the... This is the retrospective analysis, Gabe. So just yes. talk us through this. Uh, you know, obviously this is looking at it from a what's happened in the past. Yes. So this this is a, a kind of a descriptive, right? This is looking at, at, um, at the metrics descriptively. So what, what this does is um, it's game weeks one through eight, and it's comparing MXG, uh, what the MXG said, so retrospectively, what the MXG said, you know, uh, of the game, what the XG said of the certain game, and then how many goals were scored. And what I did is, is I compared, I, I saw on the right-hand side, I listed who was the winner, who, so which, did MXG get closer to the actual result, or did XG um, describe the actual result? And just um, as a reminder, these aren't predictions. This is going back, looking at what happened in the game, you know, the, the games have, have their XG, and then I calculated the MXG. And we see game week one, um, MXG was more accurate, was closer to the actual result than XG um, in 95% of cases. In game week two, it was 90%. Game week three, it was 95%. Game week four, it was 90%. Game week five, it was 90%. Game week six, and we'll talk about this one, is 65%, so quite a drop that game week. Game week seven was 85%. And then last game week, MXG was closer to the actual result than XG in 97.5%. And that's every single one except for one in which it was tied, where the MXG and the XG were the same. The yellow, so what, if a team is highlighted in yellow, that means that I, I want to track, like, are there certain teams that constantly break MXG that, that do it on a regular basis? So I highlighted those teams in yellow. <laughs> we, we all have those who break things, right? Uh, exactly. United's in there. I'll be keeping my eye on United. Um, and and then the blue is where XG pre got, not, not predicted, sorry, but um, just where the XG and the goal scored were exactly the same. So, so the, those are the the four in in blue there. One, it's interesting to note uh, when comparing MXG and XG. XG is typically closer to the score when there are very few kind of external factors playing a role in a play. So, when <laughs> referees, referees, <laughs> referees, defenders, goalkeepers, yeah. particularly oh, no. good or particularly poor finishing. When it's just kind of you get what you see. The, a play has an XG. It, the shot doesn't add or take away from it. The goalkeeper doesn't add or take away from that. Then the XG will be closer to, to the goals. But when there are other things happening, which there usually are, or at least according to MXG, there are in 88% of the times, um, then then MXG is, uh, is closer to the actual result. Hmm. I mean, look, the, the interesting thing I'm looking at here, Gabe, is... For example, let's look at Liverpool, because that was the one I was really interested in, right? Okay. So Liverpool's XG last week was 3.15. We know they scored five goals. The MXG was 4.85. Of yeah. course, that's retrospective. That's after the event. That's not a prediction, like you said. Right. But if we take this data, which is far closer to the actual goals scored or conceded, 
then eventually this thing's going to learn, isn't it? That's the way I look at it. It's going to learn. It Well, what, what do you mean by that? Well, it's ultimately, if we plug this, the, the MXG data, which is closer to the actual result than XG, mm -hmm. ultimately, it's going to give us a better indication of what might, mm. of what might happen. Yes, when and, and comparing one against when you're comparing eggs with eggs, I know we can never take away the fact you've got this these variables, you know, the Mike Dean right. factor or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> you know, um, or the Brodge factor. Um, but looking at that, I see, you know, because I know Liverpool's. I think Liverpool's prediction was quite a long way away from four point eight five. Right. Yeah. So yeah, a long way away. It's but the predict predictively. It's 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 going to be as good as any other like single stat like as as xg by itself it for yeah, but till it learns to until it learns well till there's that yes and then and then just you can use this if if this truly continues to be 88% better than xg i just use it instead of xg i reckon by the time we get to another 10 week 8 to 10 weeks of this look at it over uh, by the time we get yeah. to christmas for sake of argument if we get to it by Christmas and it's doing this, I'm going to start predicting results. Okay, so that'll be fun. I'm going to start trying to predict scores. I say there's all sorts. There's a lot of interesting things in 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 the in the chat. There's some very very interesting things, and I think Gabe, I think you, everybody here absolutely loves it. There's um, excitement about it. I, I, I you know, when, is, when this, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Dan said I would suggest to put the actual match results before beside the matchup starting from next week mm. uh i think it would be nice to see what we predicted it to be and what it actually was and then we see whether the prediction and the actual starts to draw together are we mm -hmm. start are we getting a wide delta to start with and is it going to move in that's what i'd expect it to do that's yeah that that's interesting i think as as for a predictive model i think we run that on the side i it's it's very easy we we want to just jump to prediction but i think there's a lot to learn beforehand even just working on on this model this past week i i, I learned a lot about what it means what what the what the coefficients yeah. mean and and what it's telling so i i do i want to i'd feel comfortable you know how my aversion to predictions mariner i would I, feel I more <laughs> you do i'm sure everyone does at this point well, you don't I, predict I don't, and and so I, I just feel. We don't call, I just feel sleepy, more, we don't call you Sleepy Joe Gabe for nothing, right? <laughs> I just feel more comfortable, kind of mastering the metric a, a little bit more, and and seeing and just observing how you know how it changes and, and evolves. Uh, I miss I missed that comment on there that, that you put. No, Sorry it was just from Richie Milburn. He said this MXG would be good for the Sky Super Six. That's predicting hmm. six scores on Sky in the UK. If you oh. get it right, you win a pot of cash. So. Good luck, everybody. It's free to <laughs> enter as well. Um, and and yeah. the metric is free, like all of our stuff. So Absolutely. That's a good uh, Ray, our friend of the show, the M this MXG is game changing. Yeah, I, I think it I think it probably is Ray, actually. Um, I think that's the point. It could be help very helpful in the future. And I think it I think let's be fair, it still could be. We're still learning. We don't know whether we don't know whether this thing is gonna be game changing, but you know, it, it's at the moment it's looking pretty hopeful. Um, yeah. Nick, I agree with you. Um, and uh, will this be up on your thread, Gabe? Are you putting this onto your Twitter? So I'm. Um, yes, I don't know if the 
if the thread will be ready this week, what, what I'm going to do is I'm writing a, a manual for it. So it's a different type of writing for me. It's some technical writing, just um, showing kind of where it comes from. And then I'll, and I'll peel back the algorithm for everybody. And, and you guys can just, uh, you know, have your way with it. So we'll also record a VOD. Is that right, Mariner? We're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna do a. Uh, we're gonna do a twenty-minute. We were planning on doing it this week, but I think things have got away from us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With one thing and another, I think we've we've both had issues again this week. We're lucky <laughs> we're, we're even recording tonight, quite frankly. Um, but but yeah, I think the idea is to do like a twenty-minute, um, um, sort of like evergreen uh, right. show or VOD on this. And then this will sit on the on there some on somewhere on the net that whole channel, and you'll be able to come and get it whenever you want. What I can do for the predictions this week is uh, I I can post the predictions so so people haven't. I'll post them as predictions per put per the. Put your predictions yeah, up. I'll, I'll put the predictions up. I reckon Sle Sleepy Joe's. Sleep I reckon there'll be lots Sleepy of one ones. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Hadafe, the M MXG should be called the actual XG. Oh, uh, that. I like it, and I like the sentiment. I, I just feel it's a little, little strong because MXG relies yeah, on yeah. on XG and XG and comparing MXG to XG. I think is a useful exercise. So XG still has you know value, um, and so yeah, I, I don't want to tear down XG. I, I just want to replace it. <laughs> and FPL Pepsi, who's coming up on the show, actually, he's got a question for us. Um, I think these numbers can't be down to sample size. Really, it looks really promising. So, uh, well, let's hope so, mate. I, I hope. really do. All right, Gabe, uh, let's move us back so that we can see again because I needed to just zoom that that screen out so you can see it. Let, um, let, me, let me just say one thing. I just want to thank, like, it's really nice to, to hear all these great comments and, and get this kind of support from the haulers. I, I'm, I'm really excited about this. So you know that, Mariner. And just to see, yeah, it's exciting other people. It's cool. It's cool. Fabulous. Wish they would get so excited about my stuff. Oh man, we love you. <laughs> I, had, I had to go fishing for retweets yesterday. <laughs> oh crack! Anyway, right. Uh, the Alchemist. Who is it this week? Mm. It's yes. Brian. Mbuimu. <laughs> no. <laughs> or shall we say my new name for him? We've mm. got, I've got three names for him now, Mr. M, mm -hmm. or Woodworkio. <laughs> I quite like that one. Woodworkio. Woodworkio, or perhaps Mbambu. Mbambu, no, you can't say Mbambu. <laughs> no, Mbambu, as in wood, bamboo, the wood. Get it? Okay. Bamboo. I quite like that one, but I, I can't claim that one. But anyway, Wood there we go. I like Woodworkio. Would work here, yeah, yeah, sir. Andy, I know I keep trying. Do you know what? I've just given up. I just I don't care what I say anymore. I just everyone laughs at me, so it's perfect. Um, <laughs> so the alchemist, yes, the so Mbumo. he's French, right? Brian Mubumo is. It, um, it, someone said, uh, "What is it? The EU is like uh 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 uh, 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 uh as in our." And uh, when uh, when you say it, it, it's Mbumo. We can just call him Bumo. 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 Yeah, Bumo. Bumo. I like that. Bumo All right, so Bumo. Bumo, Posto, Uo, Hito. <laughs> Lopto. Bumo. I love Bumo. I, 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 
I do. He's he's been a lot of fun to watch. It, it, you know, I feel bad that he's hit the the post so much. But um, here's here's the quote from the Alchemist this week: If you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will reward you with a new hello. So I chose. <laughs> you always laugh at the quotes. I love that. God, that was a deep <laughs> Yeah, uh, I've been feeling quite philosophical while I'm here in Portland for some reason. So. Um, the reason I chose this quote is, you know, it's say goodbye to the old budget midfielders and make way for the alchemist this week. A player with whom I've been enamored since game week one versus Arsenal. <laughs> Insert evil laugh here, Mariner. Um, Bumo has hit the frame uh, of goal a league high six times in eight matches, which is crazy. Uh, Brentford are third this week in my MXG metric. And Leicester have conceded the most chances from the left zone. They've conceded 41 chances from that zone compared to only 23 from the center where the talisman Tony plays. I, I almost went with with uh, with Tony as, as the alchemist. And then, then I saw the zonal matchup and I had to go. I had to go with Bumo. Um, so, you know, as, I, as we've explained in previous episodes and matchups articles, Brentford set up in a tactical design that isolates Bumo on the right, um, which would be Leicester's left. And they don't attack much from... Um, and they and and they don't attack much from the left side. I like Mbomo to free himself from the shackles of the woodwork and find some pay dirt this game week, Mariner. Mm. I reckon he lit the post again. He can't keep it. In it's going post. in. It's going in. I'm bringing. I mean, that, I'm, I mean, this is the point. You know, this is always the same. I mean, are we getting? We're getting to the. To, <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting to Watkins' level of post hitting, are we? Banger says, the carpenter's apprentice. That's right, the carpenter's apprentice. Banger says, apt quote since Brian says hello each week to a new part of the woodwork. (laughs) (laughs) He's great, though. I love it. I absolutely love him. I think he's a great player. I can't wait to own him. He's a lot of fun. I've just got to decide whether to bring him in this week for Smith Rowe. Can't stand him. Get rid of him. Don't know why I, I don't know why I got him in. I, I, you didn't listen to me. That's why I told you mm. Arsenal midfielders. The zonal matchup there. wasn't there. The the waste stats weren't there. Another waste of a transfer for the Mariner. Anyway, right. Let's keep going. Uh, so that's your alchemist. So now what we're going to do is we're going to have a quick look at the predictions for this week. And it is quick because we've already covered most of it anyway. So yeah. what we're doing is just very quickly just summarising where we are with our predictions for this week. So the first one, Chelsea. Two and a half goals. Well, hello. I don't think anybody guessed that one. Um, 53% chance, according to those in the know, of two and a half goals or more. Chelsea are ranked fifth at home, attack with 2.4, but stuttering, as I said, um, against 18th ranked defence in Norwich at 4.4. Uh, they've got the second best up, best matchup by fixture difficulty. They've got the fourth best by MXG. And Chelsea's right looks like the place to be. Mm-hmm. According to, although it's fairly balanced, but maybe a little bit more down the right. Please, Aspilaqueta, do not rest this week. Please do not rotate this week. I, I, I've, I've already. I'm, I'm going to come on to Aspilaqueta in a minute, but I've, I've been fishing for some solace on Twitter. Thankfully, FPL Tips actually gave me some solace. Thankfully, because I was all, I was all set to. <laughs> I was all set to burst into tears last night. <laughs> Chelsea fan too, so you know you know his his information yeah, that's exactly is solid. The point. That's why yeah. I went hunting. That's why I went hunting into one of yeah. our into our content creators group on Twitter. 
<laughs> try and find some answers. So anyway, Chelsea, two and a half goals. I think that's fairly solid. I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, we're also going to go with Chelsea get, keeping a clean sheet. And I think this is even more solid, personally, mm-hmm. than Chelsea getting two and a half goals. Um, fourth best defence at home, 2.5. Not, you know, with a slightly, you know, going a little bit the other way with respect to um, their performance. So they're not quite as good, but they're basically up against the very worst yeah. in Norwich. You know, I, I wasn't joking when I said Norwich would be last on match of the day the other week. They, mm. it, was a, it was a guarantee, you know. <laughs> um, it's by far the best matchup for defence, 3.4. MXG is by far the worst mm. for Norwich by a distance mm-hmm. at 0.7. But that's my question again, 0.7. That suggests a couple of decent chances or one good chance. Yeah, I mean, it it does. And I think, um, and, and, you know, I I, I mentioned how I was surprised that Norwich was was quite high in in one of your metrics for for attack, right? Uh, I think they were up around 12th or something like that. They weren't at the bottom. However, what I would say is, and that's something I've kind of learned just just within the few weeks I've been doing the MXG is, you know, you take the point seven, and if it's if it's a team like, I don't know, even even a mid-table kind of team or or something like that, like you know, Leicester or or even Palace, I, I would say, you know, well, they're they're finding some form. I would bump that up to to the goal. But then if a team if it's a team that's just not a very good team, right? Then I would probably move that down too. So so use your your own evaluation of the team to see if you should go up to to the goal for for Norwich or if you should go down to to the clean sheet. And in this case, I would be inclined to say, look, it says 0.7, but it is Norwich. It is Chelsea. And and I would say that's going to be closer to the zero than the one. Okay. Fair enough. You know me, I'm going to question it though. Yeah. And, and, and we should every single week, and and who knows, you know, Norwich comes in with a goal, then we've learned something new about about MXG, and like, well, you know, if it is that close to one, then then it's that's telling you a goal. Uh, I so. think if Norwich if Norwich score, there is going to be uproar this weekend. Let's face it, you know, uh, I'll be happy because it, there's comments, there's comments, MXG. FPL Pepsi, you're not going to trick me into starting. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm not, mate. No chance. No, no way. Um, so what I am going to do, though, is I'm going to talk about Aspilicueta and James um, just a little bit here, mm. because this is my worry uh, as an Aspilicueta owner. And as I mentioned when I spoke to Harry, uh, FPL tips uh, last night in the in the group, and uh, I said, come on, Harry, do me a favour. Tell me, is Aspilicueta under threat? of rotation he said they all are but probably him and rudiger are the best two to have that's mm-hmm. that was his words um my concern is you know and again if you look at aspilicueta's numbers they look great uh or look pretty good for you know he's getting to decent positions you know point this is home fixtures this year 0.33 big chances per 90 0.11 xg 0.18 xa only 14 percent goal involvement but it's spread around right in Chelsea, it always yeah. is. Um, but then, if you look at Reese James's numbers from um, last last season, yeah, and that's all home fixtures from that because obviously he's not played yet this year. Mm. You know, look at his numbers: point two eight big chances, point two five xg, point three three xa, and thirty two percent involvement. 
So, you know, he's by far the bigger threat to me if he plays. And is he going to play? And if he plays, am I then looking at just, you know, a centre-half rather than somebody who's attacking down that wing? But I still think I want to be on that Chelsea. I still want to be on that Chelsea defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think as much as anything this week, I just want someone to play, <laughs> mm. <laughs> frankly. Because if I get the wrong one and they do keep a clean sheet, it's going to hurt, right? I, yeah, I think today's lineup is going to tell us a lot. But you could see what I like about Aspi, um, Aspilicueta here is he, he gets moved from wing back to center back. So you, you do get own, owning him. One, you're, you're more assured that, that he'll start than some of the other True. defenders other than Rudiger. And secondly, he maybe half the time or whatever percentage of the time, I don't know, but does get some attacking. And when, when he goes forward, He's kind of stays forward, doesn't he? Stays around that box. So, uh, and that's why we're that's what we see with the numbers here, especially the big chances per ninety. That that's quite encouraging. And then the the Reese James experience is an interesting one because when you see him when the lineups come out and he's in that starting lineup, it's so exciting because he his his ceiling is so ridiculously high. <laughs> you know, you could really I haul. Learn, I think Lukaku's crying out for him as well. I would love to see Lukaku, James, and Aspie all start this weekend. And then James goes off after 60 minutes because he's just coming back to fitness. And Aspie then moves out onto that wing for the last half hour. It's not asking for much at all, man. <laughs> that would be really nice, wouldn't it? And and as Ray says, Aspie's club captain as well, yeah. which is a important thing for Dave. Yeah. So I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so hopefully, I think it's a worthwhile conversation. Um, I think... I'm quite happy owning him in a funny way. I think mm-hmm. Rudiger getting injured actually forced me to keep Aspilicueta. Mm-hmm. And now I look at it and I think, having what checked out what I've, you know, and again, I'm no Chelsea expert, so I have to rely on other people. Uh, by what I've heard, I'm fairly, I'm a lot happier than I was. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Aspi is a great asset. Yeah. Really good. Okay. Um, right. Next one predicted clean sheet. I'm going to go with Manchester City. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with them for a clean sheet. And the reason for that, quite simply, is they are the best-ranked defence away from home. Brighton are not that great attacking. They're ranked 11th, and they're not so good. They're getting worse as well. Um, the MXG's 1.02, Gabe. It maybe suggests Brighton might get something again, but they've got to get the ball first. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, they have to get the ball first. I mean, I think you know, playing at home, they've been consistent. Um, but but I think what what MXG doesn't take into account is, is your VAR, Mariner, and that, that they're getting worse. So they could show up to the. This is this is a snapshot of what has happened so far this season for Brighton, right? The MXG one point oh two, and it does not take into account what is what their delta is, like the direction they're going. If they show up and they continue to be going downhill from a t- an attacking point uh, standpoint then they very well could end up with, with zero goals. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go with that. And that's all the predictions are out for this week because, yep. uh, to be quite frank, I looked at your MXG and I thought, I'm not predicting anything else. <laughs> 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 I really didn't want to. I looked at it and I thought, no, no, I'm, I want to hide into nothing here. I'm going to get absolutely clobbered. My MXG um, is turning you in, in, in just into another Sleepy Joe. It's turning me into a real boring person <laughs> because I actually think everything's going to be 1-0 one and 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one and 2-1, either way. But we'll see. Um, guys, let's just have 30 seconds whilst I just play this little 
uh, clip about all about FPL and we'll just refresh our uh, vocal cords and we'll be back. Bear with us. Are you craving more FPL content? Then look no further than allaboutfpl.com. Head over there for weekly articles from some of the top content creators on the planet. So what are you waiting for? Head over to allaboutfpl.com, the website for all your FPL needs. Righty-ho. So now it's time to have a look at the algorithm, which we'll do right now. All right. So how are we doing algorithm-wise? Well, somebody asked earlier on, didn't they? I can't remember who it was, but it scored 69 points. It did really well, mm-hmm. even with the benchings. So what did it do? It was obviously Captain Sala. It had Mane as well. It got Sanchez, Cancelo. There we go. I'm getting it right now. Alexander-Arnold, Laporte, Duffy, all returned. Then it had. It didn't do very well. Up. It's doing well in defence and not very well up mm. the top, apart from... Although, to be honest, I don't think many people did very well up front this last couple of weeks. No. Um, more pie, Lukaku, yeah. And then Elan and Ben White, enough said, they came in just to fill in the fill in the blanks at the, uh, for, the, for the players they were missing. But yeah, 69 points. And so 20 points over average, which is pretty good. But of course, yeah. it is like a free hit side. So, um, but I think if you're looking for, um, how can I put this? If you're looking for... for uh, should we say trends, which you might make you think about why you want uh, one player, or you might think, do you know what? I've got to. I'm going to double up on them. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to have a double up at defence. I'm going to stack. I'm going to stack my defence, as they say in in another format. Um, <laughs> so, which we're not going to talk about. So, right. What's the algorithm going to do this week? Well, it has gone with hmm. Sar in goal. Interesting. Interestingly enough, um, Aspilicueta, Rudiger, Trent, and Duffy. Duffy against Manchester City. Is it drunk? <laughs> yeah, he has been drinking, Mariner. <laughs> is it drunk? Um, it's not in, in no particular order. It went Jota, Greenwood, Salah, and Pogba. So it really fancies goals in that game. Hold on, it's starting Duffy over Livermento? Yep. More goal threats, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it thinks. Anyway, I don't know why it's stupid. Anyway, it seems to work. It It, seems to have a mental play anyway. (laughs) It'd be in the team by the time all these substitutes come on. You watch. It's a guarantee. But look at the midfield look. Yotta, Greenwood, Salah, and Pogba. Goals. It fancies goals in that game. That's why I said earlier on, I think there's goals in there. Mm. The Algo likes it for goals. It doesn't Mm. like defend it doesn't like either liverpool or manchester united defense mm. doesn't like them um and lukaku tony and huang to fill in the blanks mm. up top. captain wise it's just sneaked sala over aspilicueta hmm that's interesting, isn't it? How close was Aspilicueta's tip side off there? That's that fixture difficulty. It's so good. It's so good. It, nothing more. It has to be that. 
Anyway, let's see. I think, how I think we can smell the hauler. We can smell the defensive hauler. Coming. I think we can smell how uh, the, yeah, the owl goes drunk, yes, as uh, Hippo says. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely drunk. I agree with you. But I wish I was. Um, right, the next one, the captain symmetric. How are we doing? Well, we're back on track, boys. Um, 128 points now, 16 points per game week, but we have blanked three times. Admittedly, very unluckily, I was really angry about last week, as you know, mm. um, with Lukaku. Um, that could have been oh so different, and I think then we'd be looking at uh, the algorithm doing very, very well indeed. Uh, I just took a quick screenshot of the uh, uh, Moe's goal there. Um, so nice. I mean, oh, wow. You know, <laughs> poor Danny Rose. Right? <laughs> Danny I mean, who's that? Is that who's that there? Is it Milner? <laughs> it looks like Milner. I think it's Milner going. He knows right away. He knows. He's, in. He's going. Just give me the ball, Mo, please. <laughs> 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 but anyway, yeah. So there we go. That's how we're doing with that. The captain metric. The captain poll mm. has put Lukaku out on the top by a distance. Now, that's interesting because we're going to come on to the captaincy metric any second now. Mm. And from my perspective, I'm not sure about this. I really aren't. Um, but saying that, it looks like, you know, the poll, they're going to be a big captaincy push for him unless he plays 90 minutes tonight. Mm. If he plays 90 minutes tonight, that might change. I don't know what your perspective is for it. I think, what do you think? Oh, man. I, I think a lot of people, I think we had all planned on captaining Lukaku. It was seared into our minds for, from game weeks past. Like Lukaku, home, Norwich, it's, it's a no-brainer. And we, we just didn't know how good Liverpool would be, how good, um, what good form Salah would, would be in. I, I don't know if I can go away from Salah. <laughs> no. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm the same. Uh, and then they, really they you know, Chelsea plays today, Liverpool played yesterday, Chelsea plays again on Saturday. It, more rest for Liverpool. I I, th I think for me, it, it'll it'll be Salah, but I'm curious. Going I'm, Salah. I'm going, going Salah. Salah. I'm, well, and you, don't know, and you do not know what the metrics done because I, I, I didn't I, tell you what it was. You, yeah, you never, you didn't tell me. Um, and I've been following the metric all season. So if the metric tells me otherwise, I may go with the metric. But my inclination is Salah. Come on, stop. Have a look. Can't keep us have a Get the suspenders out. <laughs> keep you all in suspenders. That's rude, right. isn't it? Right, hang on. Here we go. Three, two, one. When I get the right screen up, I frantically flicked past three screens and flew back two, and they went forward one again. Bloody useless. It's Mo Salah. Mo Salah, Mo Salah tops the metric and miles by a massively as usual. And I mean, look, let's face it, he's not as high as he was last week because it was 105 last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the highest it's, it's ever been, I think. That's, that's still very high, 90, right? Uh, I mean, these, these are the numbers that I took off. Um, the the uh, the people in the know earlier as well regarding goals and assists you know look at 62 percent last i looked that it does change very slightly i think they just adjust it slightly as they get close to kick off but that's what it was when it when i did them his fixture difficulty is very good still 116.3 he's got four double returns now and he's got 10 occasions of single returns in the last 12 games i mean he's mr consistent 
he is rightly top of that metric. I don't like Manchester United defence. Personally, I think I will be going with a metric. I think I will be going with a metric this there's, week. There's a good comment here by FPL Rubber Ducky. Um, he says, comparing Salah to Lukaku, Rom could be a decent enough shout just owning him. And if you're, if you're thinking about the effective ownership game and Lukaku's ownership is under 100, he may have a point there uh, because Salah is is going to be over 100 for sure. And you don't want their halls to be working against you. So um, you want all your halls to be working for you, let's put it that way. And and in that spirit, I think, I think Salah's the call. I'm glad. I'm relieved. I'm relieved the metric is going I mean, Salah. Look, it, it basically, his leg's got to fall off for him not topping the metric in the next few weeks. He's Probably. a dream. He's almost a perma. He's, he's almost a perma metric for the next few weeks. I don't think there's going to be many people get anywhere near him. He's approaching the level of, of his first season with Liverpool. He, he's approaching the. He's approaching. The, I, I, absolutely, yeah. I would go as far as saying I think he's the best player on the planet at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's my perspective. Um, no, and, you should watch some really Real Madrid games. Benzema very might have interesting something else point, to say. You know, Andy Andy Martin. You know, look at the Atletico game. Yeah. You know, he still holds a tough game. You know, um, that game had everything. That you know, great points, and, and I think a few bits of relief as well. <laughs> Siva is just just happy that it's Mo who's the cap, who's, who's the metric <laughs> picked out. But no, I mean, look, it's dominated by Liverpool and Chelsea assets. Aspie there, look, is fifth in the metric. He's showing the potential value of that full back pit of that wing back pick. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying I'm not telling people to go away from it, but if you're just feeling a little bit, I don't know, a bit fruity, if you fancy <laughs> doing a bit something a bit different and you and you and you think, you know what, I might have a little go on Chilwell or someone like that. It's, if providing you think he's going to start, I don't think it's a bad shout at all this week. I don't. Mm -hmm. I really don't. Um, it's not very often I will tip up captains, uh, you know, players who are um, defenders as a captaincy pick. I think this is one of those weeks. But I, I personally, you know, I, I, I think EO and everything and things like that, um, I think Mo is probably the man for me. Interestingly enough, because I own Aspilicueta, I'm also thinking, can I cover Lukaku? Because if mm. he, if Aspilicueta gets something in an attacking return, and perhaps if he combines with Lukaku, that then almost neutralizes it. And it almost well, neutralizes the captain. That's yeah, that's an interesting point and an interesting perspective. And we'll talk more about Chelsea and the way they set up and and how those wing backs are so so important. And and just a little yeah. bit when we get to the questions. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right. Let's very quickly before we get to the questions. Let's quickly look at some team plans. We wanted to do that this week. Um, so I'm going to put my team up. and uh, I've been messing around with my team. You'll all be loved to see, look. <laughs> <laughs> We're all black and white now. Up the Mariners. Still top of the, still top of the, uh, of the National League. And uh, flying 5-0 in the cup against Bromsgrove. <laughs> Whoever they are. But anyway... So, look, I've got team follow 102.2. I've got one free transfer. My team is, at the moment, um, is, this is my bus team, although it's on Lukaku. Um, uh -huh. Ramsdale in goal. Cancelo, Trent, Aspilicueta, Diaz, Benrahma, Salah, Rafinha, 
Jimenez, Antonio and Lukaku. And bench at the moment. Bench order is Livermento, Smith, Rowe and Brownhill. Um, still can't quite decide what to do with Ben Rama. Um, double West Ham worries me a little bit. Uh, mm. But I've got one free transfer. What do I want? I want Brentford assets. When do I want them? Now. <laughs> um, or very soon I'm not sure I need to make a move this week If oh. I'm, I feel like I can roll this week actually I, I like all your starters I, I think that you're definitely in a great place to roll yeah, so Any, anybody you would bring in it, then you would have a, a, a benching headache thinking, am I better off just holding back two transfers next week I've only taken one For hit sure. so far this season mm-hmm so if I needed, let's say, um, how can I say that? Let's say Mane goes completely mad and Lukaku bombs next week. Do I do that minus four and go Salah and Mane? I am con- I am thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then I've got those extra transfers and, and maybe a minus four to, to play around with it to be able to get to him. Mm-hmm. Um, it is something which is in the back of my mind, just in case. So I think holding the transfer actually might help me a little bit. So that's me. My problems, Smith Rowe and Ramsdale. My problems are Arsenal assets at this moment and West Ham assets. Um, but I'm still thinking Antonio's a hold. Ben Rama, I really hope he's a hold, but I've got a feeling he might not be. Um you might you might lose him. He's fine for this week. You know, yeah. maybe possibly, possibly. Um your team, Gabe, uh, I didn't really get much chance because you were asleep when I did this but that was your team that was your team last week yeah what are you thinking about doing with yours so you've got Sanchez in goal you've got Cancelo as well Diaz Semedo Trent and Livramento um you had Gray Saar and Salah across midfield and you had mm-hmm. Traore on the bench which is oh, yeah. as well. <laughs> and up front sorry I didn't mean to laugh you've got uh, Ron and Luke up front and Will Scarlett and Will Scarlett so, I'm. I, I don't know what my plans are just yet. Um, I'm. You know, I, I want to sell Ronaldo, but I'm. You know, even even going something like a, so, Sar to to Bumo, might be my transfer. I have one free transfer. I, I think that that would that would be the one that I would uh, favor. Demari Gray. I th- I think I think th- I liked what I saw from Demari Gray last last game. Did I hear a rumor he's injured or ill, or out? Oh, if someone in the chat let us know exactly. Yeah, I have not heard I, I that. Thought, maybe I saw something out the corner of my eye earlier on today and then hmm. went to look for it and I didn't see he was flagged, but I, I thought there might be a problem with Gray, but if somebody can can let us know, it might not be a bad idea. Um, yeah, I mean, look, for me, um, obviously, Decore is out now, isn't he? He's out for a, for a few, as he broke his foot or something. So that's another hmm. Everton injury. Um Obviously, Watford are, are struggling. I thought, I thought, I don't know. I thought Gray. I thought it was something with Gray. I might be wrong. Um, Traore, what are you going to do with him? <laughs> I know because I think he's going to start against Leeds, right? Because uh, on that Trincao is, I'm sure, still yeah has COVID, right? Yeah, or he so, he won't be cleared for the weekend, so I, I can't. Playing. Yeah, I, I won't sell Traore yet. He's you know I think from my midfield, the the one to go would be Sar. Um, unless Gray is injured, of course. So I don't know. Look, they're saying maybe I read the wrong thing. Maybe I was half asleep when I saw it. But right. people saying nothing. Yeah, that's people say nothing. Maybe just me just losing my mind. It's not unusual. So my uh, transfer is probably Sar to to the Alchemist. 
Okay. R very simple. It w I was thinking of a maybe a hit kind of thing with uh, with Ronaldo, um, and then upgrading elsewhere. But but I don't think I need to go there just yet, especially since you know what we talked about earlier about goals in that game. So fancy I, a bit of Firmino. You're not you're not maybe. thought about Firmino, have you? But you know, going Ronaldo to Firmino and keeping Sar. Well, Sar would be bench, and and then try try or would. I'm just thinking the fixtures are so good for Liverpool. It, I I do I do like the idea of being on that second, that that second uh, attacker. If I could, the yeah. worry is, of course, is that I think that's why I quite like Mane. I think I'd, I'd, I'd sooner pay that bit more to be to be certain of those starts. That would be mm -hmm. my perspective. And what you know, one one reason I'm I don't mind holding off on selling Ronaldo is because I'm I'm not sure who to get yet. You know, Gabriel Jesus might be might be a good option, right? Um, if Firmino nails that position, and I mean, he's not going to, right? He's going to rotate with Jota pretty much most yeah. likely all season, so that might probably not an option. But you know, it, there are there are several options kind of emerging. So Definitely. do do I go go down down to Tony, for example? That, that somebody I really wanted. Great fixtures coming up. That gives uh, me a I, ton I, of money to spend in midfield. All, and, and and yeah, I wouldn't be at all worried about plopping him in and playing him this week either exactly but certainly not for a hit but um no. the, and then the the other the other player that i, I would love to own is yanacho he's on my radar now seven million he's on my radar. yeah incredible value if if he's nailed he he it'll be between he him and tony for i think the best value forwards yeah i think so i think it just depends whether antonio if, if there is a little window where you could props consider if you go off Antonio the trouble is if you if you went away from Antonio would you ever be able to afford to get him back that's the problem because I I actually expect Antonio's price to drop soon yeah, like, I, I think people are going to start selling him he's difficult run of fixtures there are other assets emerging on the front line and and he he hasn't returned in blanked in two straight I think yeah absolutely is that right? yeah I think so yeah yeah so. Right, let's crack on. We've got these uh, the haulers corners. So we've got three uh, clips this week. We've got mm -hmm. FPL Pagey, uh, we've got FPL Pepsi, and we've got Donny FPL uh, starring today. So here comes the first one from FPL Pagey. I'm guessing. Well, I, I know exactly where he's from because you only need to listen. Good day from down under haulers. Loving the show. Keep up the great work. Thanks for talking me out of Vardy last week, by the way. Anyway, my first question is, what are you going to do with Mares this week? And my second question is, Mane versus Son for the longer haul. Anyway, go the tune. How are the lads? Uh, it's a bit quiet, that. I don't know whether it was just me that came out quiet, but it sounded fine earlier. So anyway, so the first question, just in case it was a bit quiet for you, is Mares. What does he do with Mares? That's a tough question. Um, I, it's a lot of money. There, I, there are better assets, aren't there? He he played a full. Yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel comfortable having my money in in Mara's moving forward. I liked him last game week for one game week, but the the uncertainty is. And he doesn't seem on. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, I, I don't do know. What, I can't remember what his second question was. Can you? <laughs> He's already supposed to ask one. What was his second question? 
No, I mean, well, one, one he thanked us for thanked you. This was yeah. that one was directed to you yeah. for well, talking him out of Vardy. I can't remember what it was. Do we need to play it again? <laughs> you need to play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Could someone listen back and tell us what it's supposed to be? We're going to move on and we're going to come back to it. Let's listen yeah. to the next question. We need someone to tell us in the chat. Hello, guys. My name is William. I'm a big fan of Nathar Hall. Um, my question is regarding Lukaku. Uh, obviously, he's not been firing as of late. And I think a lot of it has to do with the formation that Chelsea have been playing a 3-5-2, which, uh, I mean, they've been imposing themselves somewhat. They have controlled the game somewhat, but they've really been struggling for creativity. So my question is, if Tuchel keeps playing this 3-5-2 formation versus even garbage opposition like Norwich, do you think there's a case to drop him for game week 10? Thank you and keep up the good work. Well, right, okay. The three five two and Lukaku. What what to do? So what uh I guess William there is that's FPL Pepsi. It so, is. Nice, nice. Uh thanks for the question. So I you know, whether he sticks with a three five two, he goes to a three four two one or three four three or or whatever it is, I, I think the problem with Lukaku um is is the service. He's so start like I Chilwell and Reese James are are the best crossers of the ball on you know at, at those wing back positions, um, so I'm, I'm not sure if it's a so much a question of tactics and formation as as much as it is a question of player ability in the areas that that can get Lukaku the ball. Um, you know, ideally as a, as a Lukaku owner, you, I would be excited if if I saw Chilwell on the left, Reese James on the right, with Aspiliqueta and behind Reese James. Um, that I think that would really change everything. Yeah, that, that I think I, I would look at it that way. And from from the midfield, you know, when earlier on in the season when they were starved for service, the creativity was coming from Kovacic. That's a red flag <laughs> when when your oh, creativity yeah. is coming from Kovacic. It, it, it's not a good thing. No. Um, so right. that, I think, but Tuchel Tuchel is a is a is a tactical genius. The guy knows what he's doing, and I, I would I would trust him to to settle his side and. I think the reason Lukaku maybe looks out of form is he's not getting a consistent services consistently. So, so he'll, he'll slow down his game has to change and then a service comes and, and there, there's no fluidity to, to, to the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. Right. The other, the other question for, for Pagey was Mane or Son for the longer term. Now, thank you right. very much for the chat, for the, for the comments, just to, put us back on um, it's getting late in singapore and i've had a particularly harrowing last 24 hours you don't need to know about it yeah. that's one reason why i'm forgetting all this stuff um mane or son for the longer term do you know what i i, I think that's a tough question that's mm. actually quite a tough question i'll tell you why you know mane you know our friend here look the forgotten man Mm. Uh, you know we're sleeping on this guy mm -hmm. although he's not hauled and that's the key he's returned what six out of eight times yeah but he's Sing. not hauled and i think that's that's the only thing stopping people leaping on him um i really do you know 1.12 big chances per 90 0.63 xg point. 2.6 XA per 90. Expected goal involvement for Liverpool. 33% of all those goals that they score is involved in 33% of them. Mm -hmm. 
I, I don't stress it. I, I really do consider him as being forgotten. I, think I there's really a... like the idea if, if, if Lukaku slips up, I may pull the trigger on that one. I think Lukaku is very close to going down the loop. I don't know about that. I, 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 I think for Lukaku, I think being patient is the key there and just run him through those easy fixtures and then, and then get rid of him. Um, but I, I think one of the problems with Mane is, is his price as well. You know, I, I, he's at 11.9 million at the moment, started the season yeah. at 12. And for that price and no hauls, it's, it's a tough, tough sell. Um, I, of the two players, I'd probably, I don't know, I think I would go elsewhere. I mean, look, the one thing I'll say about Son is that, as I've said, is there was always going to be this likelihood that Spurs are going to wake up. Now, if Spurs have woken up and they've got good fixtures going on game week 12 onward. But, but why do you say Spurs have woken up? Well. It's one match against Newcastle. Mate, don't. Mark my words. Remember what I said about <laughs> Harry Kane. I always say this. He needs to get a goal. Once he gets a goal, boom. Off he goes. I think Kane needs one double return now between now and 12, and everybody will be on him in 12. Everybody and his uncle. When when the In 12, when the fixtures change. for Yes, yeah, definitely an option. I, I, I wouldn't be looking Absolutely. at Spurs just John, yet. I think John Chappell early. makes a great point. You're never going to captain Mane, but Son, you could always... But Son, you could, they're always going to have preferred Kane. Mm, I don't know. I think Son is a, a captaincy shout. I think... I, I have captained Mane before. I did last game of the season last year. Actually, it actually won me a it won me a mini league. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not the most stupid thing to do, but anyway, let's. But I think yeah. given given form this year, right. I don't I don't I can't see myself captaining Son or Mane over Salah. Not so me. either one. So I no, think they no, no. Yeah. definitely not. Absolutely right. agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. So if you've got somebody that expensive, why if you're not going to captain him, why bother? point let's have a listen to donny i think this is a little bit tongue-in-cheek game mm. but i think you'll like it hey everybody at net that hall hope everybody's doing well big hi here from ireland my dilemma this week as i was just out for a run was who do i put on the bench it's critical we have a good bench and the right order so i need your help in what sequence i put these folks in my bench brownhill TA and Salah. Come on, United. I don't know what's wrong with the sound. I don't know whether it's me with the sound or whether it's you. Did it sound clear to you? I, it's it's a little soft, but I could hear it perfectly fine. Yeah, well, no issues. I, I hope everybody picked it because mine's quiet. I think I've turned mine down a bit because mm. I was worried I was going to uh, feedback a bit. So mine, maybe it's just my speaker. Mm. But but yeah. Um, what do you say? Pick my bench for me. Mane, Brownhill and Sal. Uh, no, no, Trent. Trent, Brownhill and Sal. Dave, then he said, yeah, come on United. Come on United. So clearly he thinks Manchester United are going to whoop Liverpool's ass. Uh, and he's absolutely convinced he's going to bench, convinced he's going to bench his Liverpool assets. Hollers have to hold him to that. Donnie, we know it's bollocks. We know you're not going to do this. But but look, if we're going to do it, what are we going to do? Well, I think the first player who's first on my bench is Mo Salah. Second on my bench will be Trent. And third will be Mr. Two Points. 
there's, there's, there's your answer. Just make just make sure that the players you're playing are are not going to play. You know, make sure you have like a Will Scarlet or yeah. something like that, yeah. so you can get the the real players in there. Yeah, Brown Hill Town. Sorry about the noise. If it's not too great, it, the sound. Sorry about that. Right, questions, Gabe. We've got we need to get some questions in before we disappear. We've got five, let's do yep. five minutes of questions and then get out of here. Okay. So what we got? Uh, let's try and see if there's got Hardy one here. Hardy's got a question. Should I bench Diaz for Livera since he played in the UCL? Stress. No. 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 Can't do it. No. I agree. Next. Well, what else we got? Let's have a look. Oh, FPL rubber duck is getting excited about my curtains. I do hate people. <laughs> At least, anyway, at least we've got to a point. <laughs> at least nobody's called it net the hall this week. Anyway, so that's a, that's a bonus. That's that. That's Andy. You've been heard, Mariner. No Your rants. rants. <laughs> no rants this week. Although you know, I've I've been ranting all week. Right. What else have we got? We've got any other questions here? Oh my! I'm sort of flying down here trying to see questions. Did you see any, Gabe? Yeah, uh, there's some. There's some coming in at the bottom. Alonso, keep or sell. Wait till later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll wait, wait till the lineups today. Um... Cancel, Cancelo, risk imminent. Oh, rest imminent. Ooh. Rest imminent. I mean, he he will he will be rested at some if point. If there's one one thing which will cause me to rant this weekend, it's that. Hmm. Or in fact, no, probably Aspie will make me rant a lot. That'll rant. That'll be the biggest rant of the weekend. If he rests, I, I want to check. I want to check on has has Kyle Walker played? He's played a lot, right? He's played pretty much every minute of every game. Or he am I? Am I... Walker oh, he rested week. last week. Never mind. Re Walker rested last week. Yeah, he did, didn't he? So that's the Never problem mind. there. Yeah. Uh, and and if Sinchenko, well. if if Sinchenko is getting healthy, then you know Cancelo will get a rest at some point. But you just yeah. have to take it on the chin. No, you got the halls. Gold FPL is James been overlooked. He could do real damage. He could absolutely do real damage to that left. It yeah, we totally spoke about him earlier. Yeah, go do Potential go back and check out the there if you didn't see it. Um, we did a little bit on that, didn't we? Uh, mm -hmm. Righty ho. Anything else? Juan. Juan. He could be because yeah. that central oh, matchup yeah. is quite good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't he's, think he's, I think he's a good punt. I don't think he's a bad. I, unless, unless Bad Huang shows up, and then, but it, whatever, it's a good punt. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. There's uh... mm. Rubber Ducky. If Lukaku is rested, is at the end of Ram and our teams. Yeah, he won't be rested. I think if he is, um, I think there'll be a fire sale. <laughs> but then, is that going to be then the point that? Everybody then, uh, then the people who are more patient are the ones who ultimately get something out of it. I think it will hurt a great deal, won't it, if that happens? Yeah, it yeah, really will hurt a lot. Uh, unless, unless you have Livermento on your bench and it'll come in with a clean sheet. That's true. Against yeah, Spartan. could do. We've got Ramanthan here, Kufal, Traore, Mason, and CR7. Having two free transfers, who should hmm. be my moves? Souval to Laporte and Mason to Mr. M. 
would work you out. I, I like um, Mason Abumo. Great, great transfer. And then use that money if if you, if you can do better than than Laporte, it would be good. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, can you, is there a, has he got no more money in the bank to get a bit higher? But, but the court was rested yesterday. He didn't he didn't play in he didn't play in Champions League from what I is that right? I didn't watch the games. I was I, I was busy. It. I was I out. Too much going on yesterday. Um, afraid, but I I, but I think Laporte was rested, so so he could be good. He could be good for the weekend. Okay, but just uh, mo moving one, forward as a long term asset is questionable. Yeah. So FPL Pepsi is getting loads of questions in tonight. We'll suppose back yeah. nice things really comment. He came in on the on the videos for us. So if you want to get a video in, but by the way, guys, do because we'll keep doing these. I think they've been yeah. fairly well received. So as a Cancelo, and I enjoy seeing the faces. I do too. Yeah. So as yeah. a Cancelo, Alonso, Tierney, Livermento, and Williams owner, wow. What do you think my chances of getting a full back a full back three playing this weekend unless I make a transfer? <laughs> 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 well, Livermento will play. That's one. <laughs> you got Livermento, you got Tierney. Tierney. It's Tier Tierney's fit, is he? He'll play. He'll play. <laughs> I think you'd be unlucky it's... to get... Oh, my goodness. That, that's actually a bit nervy, that, isn't it? It's it's nervy, but I don't know. It I could know. pay off massively. Could... I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if that's my type of defence, though. I, I can see why he's nervy. Because I think I would be as well. I think I, I don't mind this type of defense as long as I think Williams. If Williams were Duffy, I would feel much yeah. better about it. You know, um, but but I, I don't mind the the high upside defense with with decent bench players. I, I think it's a fun way to play the game. So I don't mind it, but I just think it's just nervy. And yeah, I, I think look what I'd do is I'd wait till later. Let's see what the team news is for Chelsea. We'll know a lot more later on, won't we? And I think mm -hmm. you've made the point there as well. You know, as a if if Alonso plays tonight, do we still prefer James over Chilwell as mm. an Alonso replacement? Um, I mean, look, I quite like. I, I think James is the uh, the risks for the substitutions, isn't it? He yeah, on. That's that's uh, a big knock on him. From an injury, he's probably going to be eased in. I would say. I can't see him being let loose straight away. Can you? I can. I can actually the the way James plays yeah because I I think Chelsea needs the creativity so I think yeah, Tuchel true. if James plays I think Tuchel will rely on him quite a bit but I think this is an interesting question because because of that James does have a tendency to come on um be subbed on right whereas Chilwell not as much and and I do think Chilwell is eventually going to take that spot from from Alonso I th I, th I just think he crosses the ball better fair enough fair enough. Right, I think that'll do us. I think we'll, uh, I think that'll, we'll knock it on the head. We'll call it a day. All right. For another, another matchup show, guys. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I certainly have. Gabe, thank you very much. Are you heading back down to Phoenix soon? I'll be heading down to Phoenix on Saturday. Okay, so Phoenix next week then. Um, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Singapore's still in lockdown for another oh. month. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, what else to say, really? Friday night deadline. Don't miss it. That's right. the reason why we're here on Wednesday, uh, to give you plenty of time to catch this. Um, what else can we say? If you haven't already liked this video, please give it a like. Please hit the subscribe button as well. And please hit the bell for notifications. 
Uh, Gabe, um, no article this week, but you'll post your bits and bobs on Twitter if you can. Yeah, I'll post uh, post all the MXG stuff. I'll try to the manual. We'll see if it's this week or next week for for the manual, and then and then I'll work on the the predictive kind of stuff. Yeah, and all my stuff, all my information's on Twitter uh, as well, uh, and I put your MXG fixture difficulty on the uh, in Google Sheets as well, mm-hmm. which you can get from the community tab on the on the YouTube channel. Right. Yeah, um, so yeah. Put us in your ears, download this pod, make sure you listen to it when you're out walking the dog or whatever you're doing. And apart from that, I think all we can safely say is we wish you all the very best for this week. Let's hope we get back to some green arrows. I know it's been a tough couple of weeks. Let's hope we don't have to go quite as deep into our benches. (laughs) No more last-minute substitutions on for crying out loud. (laughs) All right, guys. Anyway, take care. And we'll catch you haulers real soon. Bye-bye. Cheers. I'm absolutely serious, Gabe. If Asper Laqueta doesn't play, you will hear the explosion from Phoenix. I I guarantee you. (laughs) I've not I've not stopped the broadcast yet either. I'm still talking as usual. This is my new thing. So no, there will be explosions, I promise. Take care, my friend. Bye bye.